Merged. Got it. Merged. Got it. Merged. Got it. Mage Talk is brought to you by Mage Mojo. We know that you have a lot of options out there when it comes to Magento hosting, but we want you to give Mage Mojo a try. Not only do they have the fastest SLA at 15 minute response time in the entire industry, but they will also pay to get you back on your old host if you don't like it. We want to give you this special offer, and you can get the code to get that special offer in the middle of the show. Thanks to Mage Mojo for their continued support of Mage Talk. Mage Talk is brought to you by Turn2. When you get more content and different kinds of content, you'll have happier shoppers. Go beyond basic product reviews and customer content with Turn2. Learn more at turn2networks.com slash magetalk. Magetalk is brought to you by Commerce Hero. Finding a good Magento developer just got a whole lot easier. Visit them online at commercehero.io. Hello and welcome to Mage Talk, the Magento Community Podcast, episode number 134. Boom. I'm Kalen. And I'm yeah, 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 because it wouldn't be, it wouldn't, uh, okay, fine. <laughs> it wouldn't be the, it wouldn't be the beginning of a mage talk. For, you wouldn't uh, do that though. For uh, for me not to complain about something, uh, man. There's a lot of crazy stuff happening right now. Uh, this email thing that happened today. Do you know anyone that got hacked with this this Google Docs thing? Oh, I don't even know if I saw this. I just r- saw like a random tweet a second ago. Yeah, it's like the whole world is uh, like Google or. Gmail or like, we don't know what's going on right now, but everybody's getting these uh, Google Docs infections. Anyway, the positive thing about that is that people aren't talking about uh, uh, Magento uh, uh, security issues for once, which is kind of nice. Um, <laughs> I'm, trying uh, speak- to, I'm trying to look this up right now. This it's crazy. Uh, so what happens is, and, and I got this uh, earlier today, uh, but you get an email that looks like a Google Doc share. Mm-hmm. And... If you click on the Google Doc share, it asks for you to essentially install a GDocs app, which then reads all of your Gmail and all of your GDocs and then sends <sighs> infections to all of your friends, oh, um, which is, you know, not cool. Oh, mama. That's not good. <laughs> it's not good at Can all. Can you believe that? It's uh, anyway, crazy stuff happening on the internet today. Um, but uh, and it makes it it's, it's, like super tough. There's like been some weird things happening, weird stuff. Uh, but actually, not not weird stuff. Good stuff in the Magento land. Cool. Yes, stuff. sir. Um, Magento named the uh, named a leader in the Gartner Gartner Magic Quadrant. Uh, yeah. Report. Leader. Leader in the digital leader. commerce category. Leader, baby. Yep. Yep. Apparently, you read the entire report. Is this true? I'm gonna. I'm because I'm gonna quiz you on it. I've read the entire report. How many pages is it? <laughs> it's on, it's like. Six. 65 or 70 pages. It's a lot of pages. You, did what you seriously it? read the whole thing? You didn't read the whole 40, thing. It's 40 pages. Yeah, I read the whole thing. Wow. Well, the, the thing is that 25 of the pages are, uh, or maybe 35 of the pages, are market analysis of everybody on the quadrant. It's mm-hmm. not It's not just Magento, right? Yeah. It's, um, it's everybody and where they stand and why they were rated in a certain way. Of course, Magento, you know, part of my job as e-commerce evangelist is something digital. Uh, somethingdigital.com. We just run, launched a brand new site. You should go check it out. It's pretty it cool. is a nice site. It is a um, very nice yeah, site. Yeah, nice little rebrand. Um, one of my jobs is to know about all of the e-commerce platforms and how they stack up to Magento. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm becoming very familiar with some of the names on here. For instance, EpiServer. Have you ever heard of EpiServer? No. EpiServer is coming up a lot nowadays. Um, it's sort of an up-and-comer. Uh, it's been around in the .NET space for a long time. I would uh, call it a challenger. <laughs> that's the word I'd use to describe oh, it. That's uh, that's uh, that's good because that's what Gartner called it. Would you look at uh, that? Yeah, it's really interesting. So uh, this is cool. Like being up and to the right, sort of, you know, is a is a it's a very honorable distinction. So is there a um, is there a chart that shows like the delta? For how for actually, first of all, how frequently does this report come out? Is it quarterly? Annual. Oh, oh wow. Is there a delta from last year? I mean, it'd probably be pretty easy to make if there wasn't. Yeah, I mean, you would have to. I think actually, uh, hold on. I think there's an addendum at the very bottom that tells what, you. What category was Magento in last year? Visionary? I will tell you right now. Hold on. Wow. I don't... believe I believe they were visionary uh, last year. 
bitch. Actually, you know what? Last year they would have probably been raided in the end of 2015. They may have still shown up as even Enterprise. I don't think Magento has ever been listed under their own name in either Forrester Wave or Gartner Magic. Really? Project. At yeah. all? Yeah, wow. this is a first for them. Yeah. Wow. Um, I'm pretty sure. That's pretty cool. Uh, I'm happy to be corrected on that. So, um, so what are the reasons? What are the reasons that they, based on kind of the rationale and the report, what are the reasons? And yeah, so there's a few actually. There's and they're they're actually really it's it's amazing what they do uh, to put these reports together. Uh, I don't know if you've ever worked with companies that are like market analysts like this, but it's it's Neat. no small amount of money or, or some small amount of time investment. They, <laughs> no well, both actually. <laughs> they had you to basically pay a pay lot to get of money. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so no, but you're saying it's no small amount of time for the the market researchers that do the that do the research. Correct. Yeah, correct. And but also for Magento, Magento oh, so has kind of to interface with them and everything. Yeah, it's it's you know. It's like a full-time job. Well, it really? is. It's actually it's a Sheldos. Well, it's Peter Sheldon, uh, his uh, the VP of Strategy. I think is his title. Mm. He's uh, it's his job. Oh, um, okay. So Ouch. the strengths for Magento were listed as uh, well. Number one, flexibility. Um, so it has a massive ecosystem. Uh, their marketplace uh, has extensions that go beyond retail. So mm. that's sort of a cool flexibility component to them. And then you know. REST APIs is one of the first thing that they mention. So that hmm. must be, you know, it was interesting. Magento put so much uh, emphasis on that in the Magento 2 build. Um, they were like, that was a big deal when we first met with them. You remember when we went to Austin? Mm -hmm. I they sure do. a lot about this, you know, and I, I remember API first kind of being a really big uh, conversation. And the REST APIs in Magento are stellar. Uh, they may not always actually be RESTful. That's another conversation. But uh, this is an interesting thing to list first. Then cost-effectiveness. Basically, they say, and I'll quote them. Sorry, I've got a little cold. Uh, listen to Gartner and how this is. Magento offers flexible pricing model based on tiers of digital commerce, gross merchandise, volume, revenue, generated through each customer, business-to-customer, business-to-business, or business-to-business-to-customer sites. Uh, this model, coupled with license costs below those of many competitors, <clears throat> makes Magento a cost-effective option. So their cost-effectiveness is rated extremely high. And wow. as for all the complainers, if you go to Magento subreddit, uh, which is basically uh, a, a horror, uh, it's like it's a hall of horrors. Don't go there. It's a horrible place to go. <laughs> We're going to create uh, a subreddit for all the times that we talk about the Magento subreddit. Yes. On the podcast. It'll be That's called right. Mage Talk Talks Magento subreddit Sla <laughs> slash R slash Mage Talks Talks Magento subreddit. <laughs> um, and then, oh, this is uh, so under cost effectiveness, a majority of Magento's reference customers reported high satisfaction with the overall value proposition. All, re all reported extremely high overall satisfaction with, with Magento and its digital commerce platform. So, Awesome. Uh, then number three, uh, speed and architectural improvements. Magento has made performance and architectural improvements in subsequent versions since Magento Enterprise 2.0. So that's the, the reasons why it rated How, so like high. The people like the 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 analysts that are rating these things, like are they do like they're not doing like ben, like intense technical benchmarks and stuff, are I they? Think like they, how are they? Yeah, they're, I think they're they're going to customers. Uh, they're asking Magento to prove, you know, to prove that they're making improvements, provide data. Uh, analysts, you know, they want data dumps. They don't want you to make a slideshow. Gotcha. Right? They, they, want, they want data dumps for them to, to actually dig through and get data on. So, yeah, I think it's uh, that's probably that's really cool. Uh, really important thing. And then, you know, beyond that, if you if you actually look at how the others, especially the ones that we come up against a lot like uh, Shopify <clears throat> uh, comes up a lot. Um, you know, I, I, they're, they're, they're considered very niche players because they really only focus on, like their, their core competencies are for one particular type of commerce. Mm -hmm. And Shopify, admittedly, is really only good right now. Uh, now that might be changing, but right now Shopify is good at direct-to-consumer retail commerce that's 
that's it. And usually what they call entrepreneurs, we are enabling entrepreneurs. That just means small business. So, so really, you know, what you're not seeing is a ton of business across the spectrum. You don't see massive enterprise on Shopify. You'll see big brands on Shopify, but that doesn't mean they're running their enterprise sites on Shopify. Yeah, maybe they have a little side, a little right. side gig. And, 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 to, and to Shopify's credit too, Magento has some huge brands like Ford that you're not buying cars on Ford, right? Like on, on you're not buying, Magento isn't powering Ford.com. Yeah. But uh, I think the diversity in, in Magento's business from B2B and B2C, uh, and then its ability to sort of do uh, all kinds of business from small to large is what makes it a leader, uh, whereas the other players are really fundamentally aimed at specific market niches. Yeah, yeah, makes so sense. That's that, yeah. And, that's and cool. dude, there is so much good information in this. You can get this report yourself. Uh, this is not... Uh, you know, this is not private information. You can go get it today at uh, magento.com. It's right on the homepage right now. Uh, but if you just look for the uh, 2017 uh, Gartner Magic Quadrant uh, uh, report in Magento's blogs, uh, if you're listening to this later, you'll be able to find it. And uh, you, all you have to do is give your email, sign up. Don't forward uh, anything to Kalen because when he clicks on it, he'll get your email as well. Oh my gosh, um, this is so funny. I you <laughs> fo- you forwarded me some email like like a year and a half ago and I clicked on it. And at, now every like I must be cookied every single time I do anything on the Magento site, I have your email and all your info like pre-populated, which is convenient because yeah. I never have to fill anything out. That explains <laughs> why you're getting all those random emails. I love that. Um uh, yeah, but there's 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 so much interesting stuff here. Here's some here's here's some little tidbits that I kind of pulled out. Yeah. First of all, tons of platforms I've never heard of and ones you've never heard of, uh, which must be doing really massive business, which kind of tells you something important, which is there's a lot of e-commerce business in this world to capture, like a lot Mm -hmm. and enough for everybody. Well, everyone's growing. Like, I mean, there, yeah. there's competitive ecosystems. Shopify is growing, big commerce growing. Everyone's growing. You know what I mean? Like the, the, and I, I caught a little bit of your episode on the retail crisis with, um, I can't, I can't remember how to say, uh, uh Panda Therotny. Bam. Yeah. Um, but you know, so the, se- unfor- unfortunately the sector that's, that, that's, that's hurting is, is the offline sector, but uh, all of these ecosystems are growing. Right. Right. They're, they're all growing. Um, I think, yeah, I, I, I'm wondering if there is, like we're seeing a lot of consolidation in the space net right now, right? Like SAP um, acquired Hybris, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. Salesforce uh, uh, acquired Mandware, which is now in this report just called Salesforce. Oh, I see. Um, right. And, uh, and so uh, you were, you know, Kibo acquired Volusion, um, via, I'm sorry, Kibo acquired Moju, which was the enterprise arm of Volusion, which is a SaaS provider. Um, so we're seeing a lot of consolidation in the space. So I think that, you know, while everyone's kind of growing, we're also seeing that some, at least the smaller players are kind of hitting their limits of their ability to service large portions of, you know, commerce, uh, across the spectrum. Um, What's really interesting, actually, if you if you scroll past, so like I said, twenty five pages of the report is basically looking at, um, is is why people made it to the list, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why they made it on on the quadrant. Um, part of it is the evaluation criteria, which is super interesting. In fact, if you read nothing else, read the evaluation criteria because what you want to see is, um how, what they review and how they review it and how they basically rate, um, how they rate, uh, you know, these mm-hmm. platforms. Interesting. Um, and Gartner does a lot of things like digital commerce is one thing. They do content management systems. They do, uh, learning management systems. Like they, they do all kinds of different, yeah, uh, they have a billion different, these magic quadrants, right? Yeah. They've Why got a bunch called of them. magic quadrants. I don't know. It's just a brand term. Random. It is a quadrant. I mean, I know it's a quadrant. I don't, I don't know if it's magic. I don't know what's so, so magical like, about it. 
I mean, it could have been called Smurfberry Quadrant for all you care. Like <laughs> that's show that's, title. That that is within the realm of. I have a whiteboard behind me that just has random weird phrases on it that I work into the show now. That's uh, <laughs> Smurfberry was high on that list. There you go. Uh, okay, so let's let's without without tearing Magento down in any way because uh, I think there's some strengths in here. This is uh, the classic interview thing. It's like you make all of your your weaknesses sound like strengths. Yeah, that's um. That's kind of a that's kind of a, a big thing. So for me, um, the cautions was uh, let's skip over a couple. Uh, the 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 first two I think are ones that we <laughs> that we have railed on endlessly uh, on this podcast. But the third is interesting. Sales and support strategy is a cautionary note for Magento, mm-hmm. and I'll quote it again. Uh, the report says the majority of Magento's offices are in North America, with a few in Europe. Okay. Okay. With with a large potential customer base in Asia Pacific, thirty eight percent of all community edition downloads, and more multinational companies expanding into that region, this may represent a mismatch of resources. As Magento continues to establish, uh, continues to establish new solution technology partners in this market to support its customers. So, essentially, thirty eight percent of community edition downloads are in APAC. And Magento has no offices there. That's what they're saying. Right, right. Um, interestingly enough, think about this for the timing. Two months ago, two months ago, there was no such thing as Magento Live India. Yep. Guess what happened? It's, it's, did it really? Did it really all come together two months ago? It was announced two months ago. Yeah. Period. Yep. They must have been planning it for a while, though. No way. No. That's. I think. I think that. I. I, I I'm, I'm hedging a guess here, so I'm not sure. But based on what I've seen people say on the Twitters, uh, it sounds like they threw together Magento Live India because they didn't realize the size of their APAC market, and they're going to continue. You'll see it. They're gonna. They're gonna. They were doing I the think, Gartner report, and they were like, "Holy cow!" I think so. I think that's what happened. And doing, I mean, do an event. They have. They have, to their credit, had a Sydney event. Which, you know, in theory, Australia, you know, might be a hub for APAC. But there's nothing like actually having an event in Asia mm-hmm. <laughs> to service the Asian market. And so I think that's the beginning. They've also already announced dates for 2018 Magento Live India. And I wouldn't be surprised if you see other Magento Live events in that region uh, yeah. because it's way too big of an opportunity. In fact, at uh, the Bronto Summit, I, I gave a talk. Uh, uh, about uh, the future of commerce and the top 10 millennial markets in the world are not the United States. What's a millennium like markets for millennials? Um, it's, it's countries with the largest millennial populations. Mm, okay. um, and so like, I'll give you a couple um, and I'm stalling as keynote opens. <laughs> uh, so the, the top, the top 10 well, let's take the top 10. The top 10 millennial population by by percentage of GDP is in order Bangladesh, Egypt, India, Iran, Pakistan, Philippines, South Africa, and Vietnam. Now, of those, eight of them are pretty impoverished and and uh and sort of politically unstable nations. However, India mm-hmm. is the highest on the list. Uh that has a mass is is the third high is number 3 on the list. The largest millennial population uh, as an emerging uh, market with with GDP per capita uh, or as a percentage of GDP per capita um, with its millennial population as 29% of all people in the country. 30% of the one in every third – one in every three people in India mm-hmm. is a millennial and they are a digital native first and a, and a consumer uh, – Population, and so we should be looking very hard at expanding business into the countries where you could do it today. So, India and South Africa are extremely high priorities if you're starting to look at uh, overseas digital commerce, mm-hmm. uh, because they're both. You know, India is definitely a a an emerging market. Uh, South Africa is a tr- is sort of coming through this. Uh, you know decades of political instability. Um, but it is very much a first world nation in, in many areas of the country. Yeah. Um, 
and they you would be very surprised at, at their millennial population is is very digital cons- uh, they're they're very focused digital consumers yeah um it's, it's man, interesting stuff yeah so. it's it, it, man, it's tough to find good developers in india um really I've, yeah so i i mean, that that was like more of a generic like um generic uh concern i've had not based on like too many data points um, but with with Commerce Hero, I, I actually have a, a buddy that's trying to hire in his his Bangalore office, and so I've kind of talked with and kind of tried to vet probably like twenty people, and um, I thought you know this this won't be too hard. Like you know uh, we'll find someone, but it's it's tricky, man. And I don't know that's part of the reason I was I was excited about the Magento Live India thing is for kind of the higher tier um, developers to to bubble to the top a little bit. Uh, but have you, do you, do you know, um, do you know a lot of some, some good developers out there? Uh, I mean, there's a couple of people that are high on, on stack exchange actually. Um, yeah, there's, there's, so I know Amit Barra, uh, pops up a lot. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, I, he's been contributing for, you know, four years on stack exchange. Uh, I'm not familiar too much with many other people, I, but that could also just be that I'm you know, there is, there is sort of a, uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm more in tune with community people and not necessarily developer, um, personalities. Yeah. That's just more my, maybe that's just more my speed. Um, there are developer personalities that kind of cross into that space, like an Alan storm. Um, but I, I typically don't really follow people. Directly Wait, how just does for an Alan, what do you, how does an Alan storm cross over into the India space? <laughs> No, into the community space. Oh, I'm not saying oh, oh. like it. It might just be that the people that are 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 you know monster developers are either not you know community like they're not totally community oriented, meaning they're not on Twitter, mm-hmm. or it, that they are really focused in programming and development and not so much in just community uh, participation. And so therefore, I'm, they're just not on my radar. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But I know they exist. In fact, uh, Sherry Rohde at Magento Live India gave a talk where she had a um, a top contributors in India, uh, uh, slide. Did you see that? Uh, I don't think I did. Tell me about it. <laughs> you still there? Okay. I mean, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you think you did, but you want me to tell you about it. No, no, no. I said, I don't think I did. Oh, 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 sorry. So yeah, I, she gave a talk on like, what is community? Right. Mm. And, um, and what is community is, is kind of like, you know, I think she was also sort of covering the the regional uh, of what is community. Um, so the the top contributors in India, and I'm so sorry if you're listening and I am uh, um, uh, murdering your name, but uh, they include some Magento masters. So Mukesh Tiwari, uh, Mohan uh, Natarajan, uh, Amit Bera, who I mentioned already, uh, Atish Gaswami, mm-hmm. uh, Rakesh Jess. Dia and Santosh. Uh, I can't read his last name. I think it begins with a P. Um, but they essentially, uh, the people that are, you know, that are most engaged in the Magento community, may, they may not all be in India, but a lot of developer contribution and a lot of people active on Stack Exchange are in India. Sure. Uh, which is super cool. Yeah. And by the way, I'm starting to feel bad now for saying that. But so if... I'm very happy to be proved wrong. So I have a buddy with a really cool agency that's, that's hiring out in Bangalore. And if you're, if you're a great developer, get in touch. Um, but yeah, I did, I did talk to quite a few and, um, it's, it's, um, it's, uh, it's, it's tricky. Um, also just as, as, a, as an aside, um, you know, Magento live India, I saw some people sort of sniping, uh, uh, and making some comments about, about uh, uh, not Magento in particular, but um, I think it was software companies. Like when did uh, part of your, uh, your software strategy become, you know, making money from events like that. That was sort of a, Oh, you know, I, I'm not going to say who it said it, but I, I found that to be an interesting comment. And uh, right about the time that I saw that tweet, uh, Magento announced that 100% of the Magento Live India event proceeds uh, are going to Girls in Tech India and Women Who Code Bangalore. I saw which, that, dude. I thought that was really cool. <laughs> which is like this amazing mic drop. It was like, well, not all <laughs> software companies. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
No, nah, that was that's it's just really cool, man. Just the heart that everybody there has. Um it's really really beautiful. Five hundred people. Did you see the picture? I did see five hundred yeah. people in attendance. Uh it's I might I dare say it looked like a more packed event than uh Magento Live Germany that I was at. Oh wow. Um uh it looks like standing room only. It looked very full. Yeah. Um they know how to pack it in. Yeah. Yep. Who Magento? Are you making is that some racist India no, joke? The Indi Indi they know, Indies they know how to maximize their square footage. That's all <laughs> they I'm, do actually. That's all I'm saying. Such a racist <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get I'm gonna get blasted now. Um, so yeah, that's cool. Super. Oh, and and then actually, um, we're we'll gonna be doing an interview hopefully soon with somebody to get a little more in depth on the uh, uh, update on, from somebody that was on the ground. So hoping to chat with maybe uh, Arvind uh, Krishnan. Yeah, and cool. so yeah. yeah, so love to have cool. someone uh, actually check it out. Uh, so it looked looked like a great event. Uh, they are having it next year. Already, and uh, in, in, uh, they've already announced the dates, so really excited about it. In fact, actually, speaking of dates, um, uh, oh, you, yeah, you're right on top of it. Mage Titans Austin. Mage Titans Austin. Dates announced September 21st to 23rd in Austin. Yeah. Uh, Shipper HQ uh, putting that together. So Kind of awesome. Should kind of cool. awesome to know that those dates are uh, already set. Yeah. Yes. Yes, it is. Yes, indeed. Uh, we have plenty of notice this time, which is great. Yep. I, you know, I might make it out there for that because, um, my, wait, my, what? Well, my wife and I have been honestly been trying to find an excuse to make it out to two places, Austin and somewhere in Denver or somewhere in Colorado, Denver, maybe uh, some other place. So we've been looking for an excuse to make it out there. So we might just September. Yeah, we might just do that. We'll see. We don't do a lot of traveling, but we've been wanting to make it out there. Yeah, that's uh, that'd be really cool. Um, I really want to go back out to Austin. I I was bummed that I couldn't go last year. I had a, uh, a little family thing uh, that came up. My wife wound up uh, going to Johannesburg for uh, for ten days, so uh, I was really bummed to not make it out to Austin. And then uh, my my travel plans to Magento Meet Magento New York got interrupted by hurricane. So I had two right. major events in the United States, uh, in the Magento world in the United States last year got, uh, disrupted. I really want to make it out to, uh, mage Titan. So looking forward to that. Uh, I will, I will be, uh, speaking at meet Magento Sweden, uh, on the 30th of May, uh, which is later this month. Uh, so I'll be there. Uh, we'll be in Stockholm for a couple days, and uh, if you are around and you're coming to meet Magento Sweden, please make sure to uh, get a hold of me and uh, say hi. Have you gone to Sweden before? Or is this your I haven't. First this time. is my very first nice. time. Should be fun. In dude. preparation, I bought a, a Volvo, uh, <laughs> and I assembled some furniture with a hex key. So I'm, <laughs> I'm, uh, I am as Swedified, also Swedish fish. I got some Swedish fish, uh, so I'm ready. Nice. I thought that um. The I listened to a bit of the the episode, uh, the uh, not merchant, yeah, the merchant merchant episode that you did, where you talk with a merchant about their fish, um, their they said they their fish farming, right? What was the what was the what was the name of the merchant? They do fish and pentair. They yes. do uh, uh, water filtration systems for uh, fish farming. There you go. And anyway, it was interesting to it was interesting to um, how did I get on the topic of fish farming? I don't know. Uh, oh, you just mentioned the Swedish fish, but I thought that was, uh, I thought that was kind of cool. Um, Swedish fish. <laughs> random asides brought to you by Kaylin Jordan. Yeah. This, um, uh, this random aside brought to you by Mage Mojo. By Mage Mojo. <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> should, here, here comes you guys. Mage Integrated Shock. advertising. Mage Shock is brought to you by Mage Mojo. actually just got an email today from a, 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 a merchant that, uh, was like, oh, by the way, thanks. I listen to the podcast and Mage Mojo has been great. Um, so they how do. How cool was that, right? What's that? How cool was that? Did you see that? I sent it to you, right? Yeah, I saw it. Well, you just copied the one part. You didn't tell me who they were so I could like, you know talk to them or anything. Yeah. But finally people giving feedback, which is nice. There you go. A 360 degree customer support Magento hosting company. What, what does is, that mean? What Kaylin? does 360 degree customer support mean? It means that every facet of your store is under support when you're every at Mage facet. Mojo. They, every facet, they will faceted navigation. If you need help with pick, pack and ship, they will, what? they will get up there and help you with it. 
<laughs> Eric Heilman, the CEO of the company, will come help you pack yep. your fresh fish to ship yep. out Cold to ship. people. You you want to store some some stuff in their uh, data center? Uh, well, they're they're all they're all about that. They've got plenty of space over there at Mage Mojo. You can put your stuff in there, no problem. Uh, that's everything from the performance of your store to code level support in the Magento yeah. core, and even that's patches awesome. will be applied on your behalf without you having to worry about a single thing. They have the fastest SLA in the entire Magento hosting realm. I still How long? 15, How short is that? That's fifteen minutes. Are you kidding? I still, I'm not. I still haven't heard anybody uh, 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 challenge that. So you know I'm, what? It's funny that we've been saying that on the on the podcast for a year, and not a single person has been like, "Yeah, I had over a fifteen minute response time one time." You guys are liars. Yeah, we haven't heard anything, and nobody has like said, "Oh, by the way, we also have you know we have a faster SLA or whatever." So, um, so it, it just <laughs> it just might be true. <laughs> you can try them out today at Mage Mo. Mojo.com slash mage talk for a special offer. How do you spell mojo? Mojo, M O J O. Wow, M O J O. There it is. Did you not know? Did you not know how to spell mojo? So if you go back uh, back to, I think, the late 80s, there was a two, one or two episodes that slipped through where I accidentally spelled Mage Mojo as M O G O. Okay. Remember Mogo? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to uh, to to Joe over at Imagination Media who pointed it out on multiple occasions. Oh, nice. Um, you want to do the yeah, turn turn two? Uh, no, we'll, we'll we're spreading them out. You spread, spread them out. out a little Gotta bit. Gotta spread them out. Yeah. Spread them out. Gotta spread them out. Um, uh, shout out to uh, uh, Mark Schust on Twitter. Um, who uh, continues to be open uh, to the public that he lies about his salary. Um, <laughs> what did he do this, this time? Is, uh, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just pointing it out because he's so open about it. You have to wonder at, one, at some point in time, it's got to come back to bite him. What did he do? Um, now, he was saying, uh, you, you know how he's, he's mentioned recently or in the past that he lies about his salary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Patient. During that, that whole hashtag. Where this is a was... commerce hero segue, by the way. I'm just oh, okay. making sure you know that. <laughs> um, yeah. He's, he said like, oh, it's so easy. It's like they, you can easily lie about, you know, your, your, what's your salary. But did he, uh, he did that again recently or you're just, yeah, he's resurfacing it again on Twitter today. I it just, it's top of mind, oh my but gosh. I know that you, you actually are doing pretty, uh, you're, you're, you're like creating ways of sort of suggesting people that might fit into certain <laughs> criteria like a salary range on, on commerce Hero right now. Mage Talk is brought to you by Mage Mojo, a 360-degree customer support Magento hosting company. 360-degree customer support means every facet of your store is under support when you're at Mage Mojo. That's everything from the performance of your store to code level support in the Magento core, and even patches will be applied by Mage Mojo on your behalf without your having to worry about a single thing. They have the fastest SLA in the entire Magento hosting realm, and they'll even give you money to switch back to your old host if you don't like them. I want you to try them out today at magemojo.com. That's M-A-G-E-M-O-J-O.com slash magetalk for a special offer. Magetalk is brought to you by Turn2. Turn2 customers know the power of user-generated content. You can more than double the product reviews that you're getting today with Turn2. They provide rich customer interaction, Q&A, ratings and reviews, and much, much more. Extensions are available from both Magento 1 and 2, as well as a host of other platforms. Find out more today at turn2networks.com slash magetalk. Mage Talk is brought to you by Commerce Hero. Have you ever had trouble finding a Magento developer, whether hiring in-house, looking for a freelancer, or trying to find an agency? We're solving exactly that problem by building a database of developers and agencies with rich profiles, including tags to indicate their specialties, projects they've worked on, endorsements from other developers, and ratings on work that's been completed. If you're interested in that, sign up for free at commercehero.io. Yeah, so actually just um, by the time this lands, it should be live. I just launched a new feature, which I'm calling the Hero Matcher because uh, 
Tinder for Magento developers didn't didn't seem yeah. to uh, Tinder for Magento I, swipe. I, I would got, so swipe right on got, Fabian Schmengler. <laughs> I got some pushback on that, but it's it's ba- it's basically it's a simple interface where uh, where you get uh, pres- it'd be so much easier if you're looking at this on video, but where you see a given hero, you get a summary of who they are, so like name, location, tags, uh, endorsements, availability, uh, their rate. And then you basically you basically click thumbs up or thumbs down if you're interested in working with them. So if you're looking to hire somebody, um, it'll show you people that are maybe open for uh, for for being hired. And then if you're um, if you're looking for work, it'll show you people that are maybe uh, open to hiring. And the way it works is that if uh, if there's a mutual match, so I see your profile, say oh, I'd like to work with him, and you see my profile, and you independently say oh I'd like to work with him, then there's a match. It's like a blind match. So it's Tinder. It's Tinder. Yeah. Did you sign up for Tinder? Did your wife let you sign up for I Tinder so you not. could do some research? I, I, I for this? did not. I've never How used about it. about Grinder? I did. Did you sign up for Grinder? <laughs> no. I did okay. do some Google image searches for <laughs> Tinder screenshots a couple of times. That's that. That was the. That's the most dangerous I got with it. Um, Can I? Could I? Could I uh, applaud you a little bit though? This is like I've told you repeatedly how bad of an idea I think that this is, yeah, and you, yeah. but and you pursued it, it anyway, and it actually looks pretty cool. Because it's functioning a lot like on, you know how when you first sign up for Twitter, they give you suggested people to follow. Yeah. Um, It's, it's, it looks a lot like that. It looks a lot less like Tinder and a lot more like that. But anyway, it's all, it also recently crossed a milestone for signups, didn't you? I did too. We got uh, just over 2000 users. So we're, we're chugging along. And by the way, you can check out that tool at commercehero.io slash hero dash match wait hero dash <laughs> hero dash matcher i gotta come up with a better url for that commentary.io slash hero dash matcher hero by the matcher. way you, you said something earlier you said something about their like abilities or their 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 attributes yeah. right mm-hmm. yeah i mean you just need to go all in on the hero thing and just call them superpowers like that's you need true to, you need to suit you need to superhero up the language. That's true. I do need, I do need to make that, that. I have this concept of a superpower, which is kind of a goofy thing. Like David Mander's superpower is not looking serious in pictures. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 <laughs> but yeah, it might be better actually to call the tag. Actually, kind of funny. Superpower. Yeah. That's pretty funny. <laughs> um, so that's uh, that segment is brought to you by Commerce Hero. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Also, hey, um, yeah, we've been putting out some some video and audio content. Um, so you I can know check you have that out as well. I've seen it. Yep. Why don't you rep it a little bit? Yeah, we've done some uh, interviews. Just did an interview with uh, David at AOE. Talked about um, organizing uh, the hackathon for Imagine. Talked a little bit about some of the stuff he's doing. Some headless stuff. Some uh, Magento one to two migration, um, and a little bit about kind of the way they roll at at, uh, at AOE. And uh, so that was cool. Did an interview with uh, Laura uh, Falco out in New York and talked about. Wow. And we've rec- been talking about having her on the podcast for ages. It's funny because I asked her like a billion times about Mage Talk and, and then recently um, I was like, hey, you know, because uh, she recently hired somebody through Commerce here, her first uh, subcontractor. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's and, awesome. And so I said, oh, well, that would be perfect content for, for Commerce here to talk about, you know, how to hire your first subcontractor and some of the, you know, snags, some of the things to look out for, how to present it to the client, how to handle, you know, what tools to use, how to, how to handle communication. So she said yes. I was like, oh, sweet. So uh, we'll have to pull her on to, to Mage Talk as well. Um, but that was cool. And yeah, we've been, we did, uh, we talked with, um, uh, with, uh, 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 somebody out in, uh, about the meet Magento Netherlands, which is coming up really shortly. Simone, yeah, very soon. uh, Simone Serveld and talked about some of this. They do some cool, they have a cool event called, uh, so you think you can sell, um, <laughs> which I don't know if me and you talked about this kind of idea before, so. but basically the merchant gets live critique from like a panel of experts from like an art director, a marketing person, Guido, you know, conversion optimization tech lead. And they say, Hey, here's my site. And they get like, cause I was, I had been thinking about doing something like that on the podcast where like a merchant comes on and they get like a live teardown, um, which is, you know, it's kind of a wild, but they do, they have wow. that event. Yeah. At, at, at movie judge Netherlands. And so I just, I because they can be so blunt in the Netherlands that like, exactly. they, can, they it's a cultural it, you know, thing. Yeah, we would we would we would uh have to find something really nice to say about every site, right? 
Right. We'd have like the American version of it. We're like, everything is, everything is awesome. That's so awesome. <laughs> it's like, so you think you can dance where they tell like uh, a football player who has zero grace at all in their dancing. They tell them, Oh, you did magnificent. Right. They, they really were the worst dancers that you've ever seen, but actually they're just rating it on personal best. It's like, yeah, you did a good job, as best a job as you could possibly ever do. <laughs> right. That's right. about as good as I've ever expected of you. <laughs> right. Yeah. And um, okay, a couple other couple other nuggets. Um, there's this whole MasterCard fine thing, uh, which this I, is a big deal. Everybody, I saw it tweeted out by uh, I don't know how to pronounce his last name Ryan. H O Hower, Hower, um, who is with actually, actually he recently joined on Twitter. He was with Paradox Labs out in yep. uh, Pennsylvania, and I've known him for a little bit. But he just recently joined Twitter, and he got blown up with like thirty thousand retweets. Or now he got like 30, 25 retweets of that. Uh, so check him out on Twitter. He's at Ryan Hower, two R's. And so uh, anyway, so he tweeted out the thing on these these visa fines, which everyone was like, whoa, I didn't know about that. Um, I didn't read the whole article. <laughs> I busted that again. I didn't read the whole article yet. <laughs> I read I'm the sure whole you article. Did. Yeah. You've read everything this week. Yeah. I'm, I'm an avid con- consumer of uh, information, Kalen. Uh, here's the gist. Um, MasterCard traditionally has started with a five. Uh, right. So Visa starts with a four, MasterCard starts with a five, American mm-hmm. Express starts with a three, right? That's been the way that card types have been identified for, you know, decades. Uh, it turns out that MasterCard has become very, very popular in debit card space and uh, in, and actually for use for a lot of things. Uh, and, and so MasterCard has actually acquired the ability uh, to uh, now do cards that start with a two. So they're calling this a two series bank identification number. Mm. Uh, but really it's just a way of saying that it, the cards are going to start with a two or a five now, which you can tell just thinking about it. Uh, there's a lot of, there's a lot of credit card forms that are going to break because they're trying to, you know, uh, sense what card type it is mm. and then match the card type to the card or to the, to validate the first digit of the card number, mm-hmm. which is a very common thing to do in validating credit cards. So yeah. Magento it turns out, uh, did not have support for the, the two number prefix or the two series cards until 1.9.3 community and 1.14.3 enterprise. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is problematic because uh, as of June 1st, if you are not able to accept two series cards on your website, on your Magento website, you're going to be fined uh, by MasterCard Visa. So it's, it's a – this is a big deal and I do not understand for the life of me how I had not heard about this until this week. Right. <laughs> so, so – OK. So wait a second. So if – um, if like your client side, uh, like where, it, where it defaults the card type based on the number, if you're like client side defaulting isn't updated, that's what you get the fine for. Correct. Anything that would, uh, flag a two series card or mm-hmm. a card starting with the number two as an incorrect card number is, it will be finable mm, because it, it would be, it would be against the terms of service for you to be able to accept MasterCard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. I could have sworn that Magento's default just had a drop down for card type. No. Well, no. Okay. Uh, there's some there's some JavaScript that does some checking to make sure that you you've typed in the right card number. Oh, okay. uh, and then it's and in fact, actually, this yeah, this affects not just Magento one; it also affects Magento two mm-hmm. uh, up until the most recent versions. Um, so, uh, Magento have actually released some patches, uh, as is their custom, uh, to, <laughs> to combat this. And, uh, so you can actually get those up on the Magento portal, uh, under the downloads now, uh, if you don't want to upgrade your point releases, which, you know, but it's probably a good idea to do that anyway. There are some other issues. Uh, Magento one 
has had broken full page cache. Uh, there was there was a break introduced in one point fourteen point three, I think. Mm. That's been broken ever since, and there is a supi fix for it, but it was never. It's not been included in the three point releases that have happened since fourteen point three came out, so it's kind of a problem. Um, so I can understand if you don't want to upgrade uh, the point release, which is you know always sort of a sensitive thing in the Magento space. Uh, you can just apply the patch. Um, and that'll get you compliant, but I, I, this is a scary thing that I, I find it more terrifying. Uh, not that the fi- the fix is easy. The fix is just applying the patch. I find it terrifying that it, I didn't know about it until three weeks before the deadline. Yeah. And yeah. this is my job. Yeah. Now you know how <laughs> I feel being out of the loop so much. Yeah. When did they, feels when, awful. When, when did they, um, when did they put the patch up? When did Magento put the patch up? Oh, that's a good question. Let's go. Let's see. We should have like some, some like the hang in there music with the cat. Like we should have uh, some, some special hold music. Let's go to magento.com and find out what's on their site. Oh, I got to go down to community edition. Hold on. So nowadays you have to go to products and solutions, community edition, which is way at the bottom. Download now. <laughs> Are you sure that you want it? Because you could learn more about Enterprise Edition. Here's all the <laughs> here's all of the stuff that you could have. You could have faster performance. You could have unlimited growth. You could have international expansion. And here's all of the brands that trust Enterprise Edition. No, I'd rather commit and continue with Community Edition. Nice. Uh, I talked to on. a. I talked to a really. I actually talked to a. Um, a pretty pretty you like I. A pretty well-known uh, merchant out in the UK that's on uh, that's on Community Edition, and uh, so yeah. I was asking him about Enterprise um, just today. There, there are definitely some good-sized merchants that go community route. Yeah, I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like Community. I I have no problems with Community. Um, I don't know. Um, I know it's like I know a bunch of Magento salespeople, and they have like their own take on stuff, and that's yeah. fine. Like yeah. I get it. Yeah. Um. Oh. So. Oh. Here's the best part. If you're running Magento One, you cannot get to the Magento One downloads from the Magento download page. That you have to go you're down. You're killing to, me with this downloads page stuff. I know the download page is. I'm sorry. I, this turned into a bad thing. People need I, to I work on this. If you go down to, where is it? I can't even find it. And this is, I don't even know where it is. <laughs> it's taking like 30 minutes to find it. While you do that. No, but this, that, hold on. We need to harp on how bad this is because somebody needs to fix this. We do. I saw somebody, I think it was today, say it's like no less than six clicks to get to to get to get a download. I honestly don't see it. I'm wondering if it's even here. We should so start it says a, at the top of the page. Hold on. It says at the top of the page for Magento Community Edition 2.x. And one dot X. Oh, you got to click. Okay. Oh man. Okay. So you got to click on release archive. Okay. Then you got to scroll. You got to scroll like your life depended on. <laughs> you got to go all the way down. I'm show talking. T- show title. <laughs> scroll like your life you, depended you, on. You got to scroll like a Smurfberry quadrant. <laughs> and then you're going to get all the way down. To uh, Soupy eighty nine sixty Soupy Soupy eighty nine sixty seven. That's what you want. That's so. Yeah, it's like six quarters of the way down the page. That's that's wow. where, under release archive. Well, uh, it's a brand new release, but thank it's under you the for giving us that tour of the of the Woo! downloads. Well, was, I get it. No, I love it. You know what's good. awesome is that. Uh, I don't know. It's that's actually a good thing. That I don't is know. Awesome. How is that people actually should, a good thing? People shouldn't be able to download 1.x <laughs> as easily as as I'd like them to be. Able well, to. that's probably yeah, that's probably yeah. true. That's probably so, fair. It's a de- it's a dead branch. It's it's dying. Yeah. So I, I really shouldn't complain about this. Yep. If you um, just listen to me complain for five minutes, just ignore everything. I, I have a I have a question for you because I've I've talked to you know people that have merchants that are a certain size to where they're they're not so sure you know when they want to go to M two, and one thing I'm curious about so Magento's bug bounty program is through oh, I can't remember it's on uh, it's on one, it's on bug 
Wait, bug no. crowd? Bug, yeah, that sounds right. Bug crowd, right? Magento, sure, why not? Bug. That sounds fine. Yeah. So um, I, I want, like, do you think that um, anybody, yeah, bugcrowd.com. Um, by the way, the person in the t- number one spot in their bug crowd program is Peter O'Callaghan. Uh, Peter yeah. O'Callaghan. O'Callaghan. Who, yeah. Okay. He's like, he finds most of them. Yeah. He's a killer. I, we we're trying to get him on the podcast, but we were working on it. But, um, so what are the chances that somebody like or, or a cohort of merchants just continue this, the bug bounty program? How is that? Like, cause that's where uh, all, oh, that's where all the security stuff has come from. As far as I know, based on public, does video. it show you how much he's been paid? I would like to know that he has five hundred and thirty points. They pay out between a hundred and ten thousand dollars per bug. So yeah. if each one of those points netted him ten thousand dollars, he's probably doing quite well. <laughs> From what I understand, he's made this like his full time job. Oh, okay. That's what I found. That's that's what I've heard. Yeah. Through the grapevine. He's an extremely talented person. He is. And yeah. I really want to, yeah. Willem has also said he's in, he's incredible. So I really want to. What, what I would like to propose though, is how many, like, let's think about this for a minute. What do you think a budget to maintain Magento on your own with development resource, right? And, and bug bounty. How much do you think that that would cost to you? If if you're only doing if you're only doing security patches and you're not adding any new features, I think it would be pretty manageable. I mean, whatever they're paying for for um, for the bug bounties, you know, for, fi- like fixing patching the issue once you know what it is isn't that hard, right? I mean, I, it's not like I've written a patch. Don't, so yeah, here's the thing: don't you think the goodwill of the community is going to happen anyway? But this is how I see it. There's going to be some dude in or dudette <laughs> in likely, you know, dudette. yeah, in, in Germany, who's going to when a Magento 2 patch is released, inevitably, that is a security patch. They're going to go. They're going to see that it also would have affected Magento 1. 100%. And then they're they're going to patch it themselves. Yeah. And they'll open source the patch. Yeah. And so who's going to do threat? like discovery for Magento one sites that are out of date, right? Like that seems like a dying, like it doesn't seem like your largest market and surface area going forward. That's a shrinking crowd. It is, it is, it is definitely. And, and, and I mean, look, everybody is, everybody is getting ready for M2. There's no doubt, but I, I have heard from some people that, you know, have clients that just, it just isn't in their, it isn't on their radar yet. And if, if, <laughs> If the only – like for a given immersion, if the only reason – like let's say not, not even forever but just for the next couple of years. If the only reason they didn't want to – if the only reason that they were concerned about staying on M1 was security patches, like they could just – you know, a group of them could could get together and maintain the bug bounty program. I mean we're, we're really only talking about community edition, right? Yeah. Because sure. enterprise, you cannot continue on enterprise. You just can't. Hundred percent. Like yeah. it'd be a, it's against your terms of service. Yeah. Like you you, you're gonna yeah, you'll no, no, have no. you'll have more headaches than just I need to upgrade if you if you actively and adamantly persist yeah, to you use losing, enterprise you're outside of indemnity. You. I mean, yeah, for Yeah, you. you're gonna lose all, all kinds of things. I mean, that could it could also create kind of a headache with you because you'll have people from Magento sales team contacting you every day. Yeah, just strictly um, for community. Yeah, I mean, this is community only. But don't you think that the community market, while it's massive, okay? Don't you think that they're sort of DIYers anyway? Do you really think that the that they care about the end of life? I think they they I think they think they care, but I believe that the end of life will come and go, and they'll never know the difference. It's going to be just like it is today. There's yeah, there, there, there probably will there probably will be yeah, there probably will be a big chunk of them that just like like just like their stores are unpatched. Like they'll just be exactly. on some 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 end of life software and be like, what? Like I'm good, you know? Yeah, I have to as a as a an interesting experiment. I have a WordPress uh, site mm-hmm. that uh, uh, that exists that I won't. I will not. Uh, I'm not going to disclose <laughs> what it is. Okay, but it's an old WordPress blog. 
And this WordPress blog has not been upgraded since like magenta or since WordPress like two dot two or something. Mm-hmm. It is actually to the point, and it's so overridden with spam. It's actually kind of fun now, like <laughs> to see what has happened to this blog is incredible. It's it's of zero value. No one goes to this blog. No one reads this blog. It takes six thousand years for the page to even load. <laughs> And it's just riddled with all kinds of stuff. Like it has so many problems. Dude, you should um I don't know if we we talked about this, but Willem was putting together something to find uh because when you when you put together a honey trap or the honey pot. Honeypot, yeah. Uh it, if you just create a site out of nowhere from scratch, it's hard to make real uh, attackers think it's real because it doesn't have an SEO footprint and that kind of thing. So like he wanted to get people to like donate. Like if you have like an old site that you're not using, but it has domain history, it has web history, you can donate those as like a as like a legit honeypot. Oh so, nice. Yeah. You should you should you should consider that's, that. that's pretty legit. Yeah, no, I, I don't know anything about that. All I would say is that the <laughs> it's kind of an interesting thing. Like you would that that particular site that exists would count as a one of those like botnet WordPress sites that exist in the world. Yeah. Right? But it's not a real site. It's a fake site. It's a mm-hmm. site that at one point in time had value and has not had value for almost 10 years. It's mm-hmm. been sitting there for like at least seven years untouched. Yeah. So who cares if a bunch of Magento One sites live in zombie mode and die? Like they they will die. It means nobody's shopping there and nobody cares. When a site gets hacked and it goes offline, if a CE unpatched site goes offline, and if nobody notices, it's like does if a tree falls in the woods and it doesn't make a sound, <laughs> like doesn't make a sound, like nobody will care. No, it's, but I you know for sure. But I'm I'm talking about I know people that you know, they, I'm these like people that charge 100 to 125 bucks an hour as consultants, and they have clients sure. that are on CE. So I don't know how big these merchants are, but they've got to be, you know, a reasonable size if they're paying that kind of a rate. And, you know, they're kind of like they're getting these emails and, you know, saying, well, I'm going to lose PCI compliance. I'm going to, but I think <laughs> if, if they weren't, if they weren't going to lose PCI compliance, if they weren't, if, uh, if they knew they had a reasonable expectation that they were relatively patched, whatever that looks like, they might just, ch- you know, they might chill out on M1 for a couple of extra years. Maybe. Sure. And, and what is in their best interest? Do you like, is it in their best interest to do that? It's not in their best interest to do that. And so whoever is giving them the advice that they should stick around is giving them bad advice. So they may be worth the money as a developer, but they're not worth the money as strategic guidance and and as advocates, right? Like this there's a cost to doing business. There is. Sure. It's 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 a this is a cost of business. If you want to do business online, this is the cost of doing business. You have free software, right? Like you cannot be annoyed that you had a 3-year time span to make a plan to get onto the new version. You may not like it, but that's entirely on you. If it's it's you know, and and I don't know if this is public, but I'll kind of I'll softly touch it. There's a lot of talk that Magento is going to extend some grace period to enterprise clients who are in good faith moving to M2, but it's going to take a little longer. So it's not like they're dropping a hatchet on on their enterprise clients; they're working with them. But you have to understand that. Anybody that's building on Magento One right now with only a year and a half left is foolish, period. Right? Well, anybody that's, that's I mean, sure, I mean that's a, I mean that's a different case. If sure, if you're if you're actively if you're actively building on M1 right now, that's that's different. Versus if you know, yeah. let's say you let's say you had your site built, uh, you know, three years ago, you invested I don't know fifty grand, and it's chugging along, it's making money. You know, you're not massive, but maybe you're doing two hundred thousand a year or something like that. And you know, it ain't broke, don't fix it type of a thing. Yeah, you probably didn't spend one hundred fifty thousand dollars and one hundred twenty five dollars an hour to. Support it to build that site in the first place. So whatever you did to bootstrap it in the beginning, it's now up to you to do it again. Right? Well, if you like, spent, you got to do it again on M2. If you spent fifty grand, that's you spent fifty grand. Well, then if you spent fifty grand, you had startup capital. Now at least you have a revenue stream from it. Now you have something to reinvest, and it's not like you didn't have warning. 
This has been coming for five years. We had a, a countdown clock as Magento 2 being two years past date. You consciously made a decision at some point to stay on Magento 1 or to build on Magento 1 instead of 2. That's, sure. you know, I'm, I'm no, saying. No, like, I, I mean, I don't disagree with you about that. I'm just saying if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And if, if uh, sure, I mean, know. it will be broke. That's the thing. Will right? it though? If let, let me, it's, it's like your, your car, yeah. right? You have a car, you have a warranty, yeah. right? Cars, cars in warranty. You probably have no cares in the world. Car goes out of warranty. You're probably fine. Right. Until something major goes wrong with your car that costs you thousands of dollars to fix. Well, All of a sudden you no longer trust the car as much as you used to, because the thing is that car is now a liability where you had zero care in the world under warranty. The moment you're out of warranty, you're fine until something happens. That's so exactly, but that's exactly what I'm saying is that something's going to happen. Well, it's not going to not happen. Well, sure. But they may be fine. They may rather, instead of spending the 50 grand, they may say, I'm fine uh, for the next couple of years until something happens. I'm just saying that they may, I, listen, they may say that. There are so many Magento sites in the world. There will be somebody who does that. And that person will then go complain on Magento subreddit when it does happen. <laughs> I think there will be several – I think there will be at least several thousand. Mer- because look, I mean there's 200,000 sure. merchants or so. So there's going to be several thousand that are no, – they're not massive. You know, Maybe they're under 500,000 in revenue, something like that. And they might just chill out for a minute. That's fine. It, how long is that minute? Well, minute, if that minute is years, maybe, yeah, you know, I, I think know. it's going to be interesting to see, by the way, since you're we the, just, the, by the way, we, we, I just, as an aside, I, I I'm going to preempt you a bit. We have a client right now yeah, uh, that we just, uh, that we just signed to do Magento two cloud edition. Mm. Do you know what they're running right now? What, what they're running on, what platform they're on, you know what they're running, what platform they're on right now. They tell, have a big business. Tell me they're on Shopify plus. That would make me so happy. <laughs> They're on OS Commerce. Oh, nice, dude! Five percent market share, baby, dude. That, OS... that platform, that platform's been dead for for longer <laughs> than it was alive. I... Like that, that's uh, <laughs> that thing was dead seven years ago. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, Marius uh, uh, wrote a blog post on the whole, you know, X is dead. You know, um, on how people are always proclaiming things dead, and they're they're never actually dead. Um, that's that's cool, man. That's really interesting. Um, yeah, I, I, <laughs> I, I find it interesting too. I think, um, now is, not- is, is OS, com- OS commerce is an end of, end of life though, right? It's still, yeah. is it, you think it's maintained? I think it is. I've seen, they have conferences and stuff like that. I no, think. they do not. <laughs> do they? I think they do. <laughs> I think I've seen yeah. that. 17 years young on their homepage. See, there you go. 17, 17 years young. Uh, Yeah. Technically, they are still alive. It's crazy. Um, okay, so two point three point four full package download. Two point four beta <laughs> is currently. Let's out. see how many clicks it takes to get to the download link. One and so far, it's <laughs> um, it's like right from the homepage. Nice. Um, I, I I'd love to see. I'd love to see when two point three point four was packaged because I'm pretty sure it's got to be years. I don't know. Do they have a responsive site? They do. Yeah, dude. They're they're holy cow. They're chugging along, man. Where where's their release? Where's their release history? Yeah. Anyway, we're gonna have to check this out. Okay. Anyway, all right. We're Um, way over on time. Anyway, it's been a great show. We are way over. Yeah, it's been fun. We'll we'll, we killed it. We'll end it off. We killed it. Picked it. Resurrected it. Stabbed it. Um, (laughs) We'll we'll end off with some Mage Two GitHub statistics. Brought to you by Mage Two Stats dot com. Mr. Luke Rogers. Mr. Luke Rogers. Um, really did I cool. just assume his gender? He did. He did. I did. Sorry about that. I don't think he Sorry, appreciates Luke. that. Um, and some really cool stats. Uh, now that we're in May, you can see April numbers closed out. The number of open pull requests has been trending downward, like like a like a like a very fast car going downhill. <laughs> uh, like a very fast car that's still under warranty. <laughs> That's still under warranty going downhill. Uh, so it's gone. I mean, it's gone down from like January at 380 down to 149 in April. Um, number of merged, uh, 99 merged pull requests. 
Um, actually, a lot which, created though, which is a lot. Yeah, which is a lot. 124 created. Um, oh, I was, I was talking with uh, David um, at AOE about the hackathon. He mentioned one of the things that was huge for him as a hackathon organizer was having so much of the core Magento team there helping people out, answering questions and stuff like that. Yeah, so that's just, awesome. man, the, the community engineering team, man, hats off, just doing an amazing job. Really, really proud of that and, and happy to, to see what they're up to. Um, some of the people rocking the leaderboards here, we've got uh, – uh, most merged pull requests is Dan. I think it's Danny Vercade, D Vercade on GitHub. Sure. Props, um, props to him. Forty merged pull requests. So anyway, there's some cool, uh, some cool, some cool numbers here. Um, Get familiar with these names because they're, you know, your next Magento masters. That's right. Right. That's right. Absolutely. And if, um, if, uh, if you're looking, you know, uh, as a, for a way to, to, uh, contribute, um, this is, this is the place to be, this is where you yeah. want to be. And the dev docs team is always looking for people to contribute and dev docs in particular doesn't need, you don't need to be, uh, technical, right? Merchant documentation is very much a thing. Yeah. Um, so absolutely. Stuff. Well, cool. All right. Wow. Well, good job. We nice did it. work. Not too bad. Not too bad at all. The only thing we missed is the turn to add, uh, add read. Oh, let's get that in. Do it. You do it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what if I already closed the doc? <laughs> Mage talk is Guys, brought to you by yeah. turn yeah. to turn to customers. Know the power of user generated content. They do. You can more than double the product reviews that you're getting today with turn more than two. Double. They provide rich customer interaction, Q&A, ratings and reviews, and much, much more. That's too Dude, much. Is, much, much um, more. Like not even much more, like much, much more. Much, much more. Uh, extensions are available from Magento 1 and 2, as well as a host of other platforms. I love how that's in there as well. <laughs> Some of the ones you heard about on the on the, on the the Gartner Magic yeah. Quadrant. I wonder how many of those platforms on, on the Magic uh on the Smurfberry quadrant, uh, they support. We got to find out. John, if you're listening, let us let us know how many of those you guys support. Um, and yeah. and that's oh, it. Find you out can more today. Turn two networks. Go ahead. Turn two networks dot com slash mage talk. We yeah. got it. We got to get a special. Uh, we got to get a special offer uh, in here. Yeah, we got to get an offer. Yeah. John, let's just on, make man. one up. Kill let's us. just make one up. Okay, you, you got it. You ready? Eighty percent off for the lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> for the life of your account, if you actually, if you, you know, what would be it. awesome is if we generated so much traffic that they had to honor it. Right, right. Three months free of turn two when you go to turn two networks dot com slash mage talk. That sounds believable. You're gonna you're yeah. gonna get no that no onboarding fee. <laughs> uh, if you don't like it, we'll give you money to switch back to your old reviews platform. If Wait, you that's uh, mage if you text your ex, you'll get a t- you get a t- t- double discount. <laughs> if you. <laughs> that's awesome uh that's it i have nothing more to say (laughs) okay have a great week thanks for tuning in and uh, leave a five star for us on itunes we would much appreciate it we would much much appreciate it much too much and uh shoot us a tweet on twitter and tweet it mage talk on twitter mage talk on facebook mage talk uh next week (laughs) 